Welcome to the Ark Church Podcast. On here, you'll find all of our Sunday and Wednesday messages, as well as classes and special services. If you would like more information about the Ark Church, visit us at thearkchurch.com or download our app available to all app stores. Our heart for you is that you would live for God, grow stronger, and make a difference. Enjoy. All right. Welcome to class. We're, we're just so glad to see you all here. And I trust the Lord is going to have something for you specific because the Word is alive and He knows exactly what you need. So uh, we're just thankful we can get together and share. And thank you for coming. You'll be blessed because His Word is good. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this time together. And I just ask you, Father, to minister to each heart. Father, to give them a word, to give them a, 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 an encouragement from your word. And, Father, that they go out of here just enriched, Father, because your word does not fail. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Derek, I forgot this. Sorry. Derek's looking at me like you forgot something. <laughs> this is my Bible. It's God's word to me. It strengthens me. It refreshes me. I love to read my Bible. All right. Got to have that. That's our, our start. <clears throat> well, I'm excited, as you see uh, on the note. Uh, I'm going to share that profound statement tonight and just build off of that, a sure word. And I'm going to start by, uh, I'll read the scripture. I believe it's on your note. Uh, but I'm going to read it out of the King James. I like how this is worded better than uh, the other translations that I've seen. Second uh, Peter 1.19, it says, We have a, also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well that you take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place. And then it goes on with a few, another statement. But a sure word of prophecy, they were, they were talking about prophetic words that have been given, people uh, comments about things, but they said, well, you know, this is good, but we have a more sure word of prophecy. You know, man's words can be right and they can make mistakes, but this word never makes a mistake. It's sure and it is uh, something that we can build our lives on and, and work in our daily lives and see good things happen in our lives because we believe this. But that sure word, and that word sure means certain, reliable, unfailing, and worthy of confidence. I like that definition. That's what the word is. It is certain, it's unfailing, it's reliable, and it's worthy of us trusting what it says because it is God's word. It will not fail us as we are looking to it for answers for our lives. Psalm 138.2 says, He has magnified his word above his name. So this word, I like that word magnified too. It means it makes things bigger. And this is what he needs for us to do uh, and to perceive with the word of God that it's bigger than a problem you're dealing with. It's bigger than a sickness that you may be dealing with. It's bigger than any issue of life that is, that is not good. It's bigger. So we need to magnify it and look at it as, as the answer. Look at it as, as the solution and because it's bigger than any problem that we have. And it's powerful, it's full of power, it's full of life. And so we need to see the word that way. It's sure, it won't fail us. We can trust it always. 
what this, the scriptures say is absolutely the truth. A sure word. The word of the scripture that I share tonight are sure words. To be taken and believe. Words spoken to you from God. These are personal Personal words. All this word is personal to us. He's speaking it to us personally because it's, it's, uh, we are his children and what he says in the word of God belongs to each one of us. So let's, t- let's look at it that way as we go forward with this word. In Exodus 15, 26, we don't need to turn there. I have a lot of scriptures I want to touch on, so I'm not going to read every one of them, but I'll just, you can look it up later. But God spoke to the children of Israel and said, I am the Lord who heals you. And then in Hebrew, that word, that means, I am Jehovah Rapha. Rapha is the word in Hebrew that means physician. He said, I am your physician. He's put people on this earth and given them them, uh, knowledge and skill to help people with medical things. But let's put him first. Let's not let him be an add-on to seeking our, our answer from medical things. Medical things are, if you need them, use them. God's given knowledge and skill and abilities to the medical people. But look to God first. And then if you need to have some kind of aid while you're getting your faith strong, while you're learning the word of God and getting into the, the scriptures to, to really get built up in the word... And you might need uh, some kind of aid, some kind of medication. Uh, But look to God first. Let the word be bigger than anything in your life. He's worthy. He's worthy of confidence. But he is Jehovah Rapha, the physician to repair, cure, make whole, and mend stitch by stitch. I'm glad that's a part of this because we live in an instant society. We want everything right now. but And you may get some things when you're believing God right now, but you may not. You can trust that he's beginning to mend stitch by stitch. Have you ever sewn? Any of you ladies ever sewn anything? It takes a while to stitch something up and make it look right. You know, you can slop it through and it's going to not look good. <laughs> but God is good at stitching. He knows just how to um, put everything back together and restore it just the way it's supposed to be, the way he made it to be. He's the creator. He made these bodies. He knows how they're supposed to function and operate. And we can look to him and trust him. Keep it on your heart too. This is a sure word. It is certain. It is trustworthy. All right, he was Jehovah Rapha to them, and he is Jehovah Rapha to us because he's the same God. Malachi 3.6 says, I am the Lord, I do not change. So the promises and provision that we read about, the beautiful uh, revelation of who he is in the Old Testament applies to us too. We can take what we, the promises and things that we uh, read about in the provisions like Rapha, like I am the Lord who heals you. Uh, That's ours too. That belongs to the Bible says that all the promises are ours, not just New Testament. We have a better covenant established on better promises, but that's a different teaching. We just know that the Old Testament, the promises of the Old Testament are ours too. So you can take a hold of them and receive them. Every one of them. Hebrews 3.18 also says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Wow. That is such a secure scripture. 
We don't have to think, oh, he may be different today. We, there may be something he's going to change. No, he will not. He will not. It's a sure word. He was God to them, and he's God to us, but he's also a father to us. He was not a father to them. He was God, and that was enough for them. They, you know, if you've read the, the uh, accounts of him bringing them out of Egypt, God bringing them out of Egypt, oh, my goodness. And you, if you read in the uh, Psalms, it says that, that he brought them out with silver and gold, and there was not a sick one among them. So he healed them. If there was a crippled person on the way out of Egypt, he healed them, and they, didn't, they weren't crippled anymore. So he did that for them. How much more as a father? A father means a nourisher to supply what is needed and necessary for living. He's a father to us, and we need to receive him as that as well, a father to take care of us, to love us, to nurture us. <clears throat> God understands that good health is necessary for life. Wow, when you don't feel good, it just puts a damper on everything. You just don't feel like functioning the way you want to. And God understands that. Third John 2 says, uh, John, inspired by the Holy Spirit, penned this. Beloved, I pray that you, are, you may prosper or do well in all things and be in health as your soul prospers. So he, that's by the Holy Spirit. So the, the Father telling the Holy Spirit to put this on the heart of John to write this, beloved, wow, that's a sweet thing to start a scripture with, beloved. He loves us so much. God loves you so very much. I, I want you to be, uh, be in health. I want you to do well in life in all things, but I want you to be in health. Uh, and the Father God made sure that we have, we all have opportunity to be in good health. He provided healing for us when sickness attacks us. It's just um, um, a provision of, of what belongs to us. It's ours. And we can uh, walk in it. We can receive healing every time a sickness comes and uh, walk free and walk in that health he wants us to be in. First John 4, 9. It says, in this the love of God was manifest toward us, that God has sent his only begotten son into the world, that we might live through him. That word live is interesting. It's not the same as John 3, 16, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This is a different life. This is a different live. It means um, the, living here on this earth walk. We have eternal life there with him. Praise the Lord. We have a heaven to look forward to. But now in this life, we need some things to, to walk in a way that is, uh, you know, we're free from the things, the, the trappings of the enemy, the, the things, the devices of the enemy that he brings against us. We, we need to be free from sickness. We need to be free from pain. These things that he has provided for us in the scripture. And it belongs to us. We have a covenant of that with him. This live means in this scripture that he, this, this love that he sent Jesus, that we might live through him. It means the maintenance of physical life kept and preserved, the enjoyment of physical life, the recovery of physical life from the power of disease. That's just so sweet of the Lord to say, okay, I know there's going to be some things that you need 
help with where your body's concerned, the physical life that you're going to live on this earth. You know, heaven's going to be wonderful, but you've got to deal with now. And I want you to have to be kept and preserved. I want you to enjoy life, and I want you to recover when the power of disease comes upon you. And there is a power in disease. We know that. And it's not more powerful than the greater one who is in us. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And the power of sickness is not greater than God. Remember, we're going to magnify the word. Big. He's bigger than sickness. He's bigger than disease. He's bigger than the things, anything that the enemy would bring against our life. God's word is bigger. And that means it'll overcome that. That you can have freedom from that. Because you take that word. And you hold on to it and you say, I'm walking this out with the word. I'm holding on to it. It's a firm foundation underneath my feet. I will not go down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk this out. And I'm going to see the right, the right uh, victory at the end. I'm going to see victory at the end and the right thing accomplished. Because God has provided it for me and I am going to have it. To have a determination in you, I'm going to have what God provided for me. He's not withholding it. It's our responsibility to get into this word. And we're going to have a lot that we're going to be talking about. This, these, we have nine sessions this time, nine teachings in this session, uh, rather. And we're going to be talking a lot about faith, I know, and about how to walk this, uh, this victory, how to walk your life into victory with trusting God and trusting this word. So um, it's so important for us to know what he's provided for us. And we get that in this sure word. It's all in the book. We cannot go over everything tonight, of course. But I just I have some, some key uh, scriptures that we will touch a little bit on and uh, get it kind of moving in you. Get it starting to grow in you. And it's scriptures, if you've been in here before, uh, in years past, we have been doing this 27 years. Um, and it's been wonderful to see the faithfulness of God. So uh, you've probably heard a lot of these scriptures before, but there's none better where healing is concerned than the ones I'm going to share with you. But let's back up a little bit. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> I get excited. Uh, John 10.10 and 10 the Amplified Classic. Jesus' personal words, they're in red in your Bible, if you have a red-letter Bible. It says, the thief comes only in order to steal and to kill and destroy. I came that you might have and enjoy life and have it in abundance. Sickness takes enjoyment out of life. You know that. You're in here because you probably have something you're dealing with in your physical body. And uh, you know how that is a thief. He, the enemy is a thief. And he will steal from you any way he can. He will try to kill you. He wants to destroy your family. He wants to destroy your finances. He just, that's what he does. And he's good at it. He's been doing it a long time. But we have the greater one who is for us. We have that sure word that he's given us and it works. And we can see victory in our lives every time. Every time. Praise God. Um. As we read in John, uh, excuse me, Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus is the same. And he is the same as he, as he was in Acts 10, 38. And it says that he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. All. He wants all. All of you. Every one of you in here tonight. He wants you well. 
and he's provided a way. God's will and provision are stated in these scriptures, and I'm going to I'm going to turn to them, and we're going to read them. We won't go into depth. We'll have some more sessions together that we'll go into depth about these. But these that I'm sharing here, they're on your page, I believe, Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53. I've just... I've wept over this scripture before because of its power and its beauty and its love that you get in this scripture. This is everything that Jesus did for us, and there's so much in here that you feel your heart's just tugged with uh, the, the love and the goodness of God and the sacrifice of our Savior. But let me read um, verse, verse 1 first. It says, Who has believed our report, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Or if you believe the report, these words that I'm sharing you, with you tonight, if you believe these about healing, or any, any promise, but we're concentrating on healing in here. But if you believe that report of healing, the arm of the Lord is going to be extended to you. And the arm of the Lord means his power is extended to you. If you believe what I'm going to share with you in these healing verses, you believe that. That's the starting point. You start here. I believe that. I believe it's a sure word. I can trust it. I believe it. So we'll go forward from there. <clears throat> Verse 4, surely, if Isaiah 53, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Love the word borne. It's, it's the... It's the word in Hebrew, N-A-S-A. -A, it's pronounced Nassau. And it's like the, the rocket ships lifted up. N-A-S-A, Nassau. And it's, uh, that's what it means, lifted up. Isn't that neat? I just love it. Uh, I just, they named, they named the, the uh, space program right. They're lifted up. And we, our diseases have been lifted up off of us. And you may think, well, I'm still dealing with it. I'm just on me. Well, let's get it off. We can get it off with your faith. We can get it off with trusting this word. It'll be lifted up off of you because in the realm of the spirit, it's been accomplished. Jesus has done everything for us where our healing is concerned. When he went to the cross, he had the stripes placed upon his back. And we're going to dig a little bit more into that. I get excited about this because this is so real and it's so wonderful. But he carried our griefs. Uh, the griefs in the original text means sickness uh, and our sorrow, he lifted up our sickness and he carried our sorrows and that in the original text means pains and then it goes on to say yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted but he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed praise God Praise God. That's a sure word. By his stripes, we are healed. Does that excite you? It excites me. It's real. It's a sure word. He didn't lie in, uh, in um, Numbers 23, I believe it says. He's not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. He said, has he not said and will he not do it? Has he not spoken and will he not make it good? Yes, he will. He will. You can trust him. You can trust this word. Believe this report. God's going to do something fabulous in your life, not only for your body but all areas as you begin to trust this good word of God, this sure word. Matthew 8, 16 and 17. 
this is Jesus fulfilling what Isaiah spoke about him in, in Isaiah 53. Matthew 8, 16 says, When evening had come, they brought to him many that were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word. Hallelujah. Just takes a word. Go. And healed all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, that we just read, he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. He did it by the stripes placed upon his back. You know, he didn't have to do that to bear our sins because that was done on the cross. But he took care of our bodies that we could live on this, uh, on this earth while we were, you know, here, living this life. He took that so we could enjoy life and we could recover from physical sickness, that we could have a maintenance of what's good for our lives. I mean, all of those things we just read about in uh, 1 John 4, 9. <clears throat> so Jesus was fulfilling that. He took them then. He was, had not gone to the cross yet, but he was fulfilling what, what Isaiah said. Then when he went to the cross, 1 Peter 2, 24 tells what happened. And Peter was there. Peter was not in a good place at that very moment, but he was there. 1 Peter 2, 24. Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we, having died to, to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. So Peter's looking back at what happened at the cross. Isaiah is, was a seer. He saw it. He had made up had a vision or something. He saw what was going to happen to Jesus. And in those when those stripes were placed upon, he was going to take our, our sickness and he was going to heal us at that time. And then as Jesus was walking the earth, he was fulfilling those words. But then after he had gone to the cross and died for us and uh, had the stripes placed upon his back, we were healed then. I love that it. it's, it's past tense. Peter says, hey, it's done. It's done. Praise God. And then Psalm 103, 1 through 5. These are very, very foundational, I think, for, for healing. And like I said, uh, I just have it on my heart to really expound on these, these areas. These are the times that I teach in here. And I know Derek and Ms. Joy have other you know, things that they will bring to the table, so to speak. But, but this is my heart, this faith, this getting it, believing this sure word and being victorious and giving the devil a black eye. You know, let's just give him a black eye. Praise God. Uh, Psalm 103. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Well, okay, here's a couple of them right here. There's a whole ton more because <clears throat> he daily loads us with benefits, the Bible says in Psalm 68. But he says he, he, forget, he forgives all of our iniquities and he heals all of our diseases. He redeemed our life from destruction. He crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercies. He satisfies our mouth or our life with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Boy, I'm liking that one at this age. <laughs> My youth's renewed. <laughs> I, I love what the Amplified says. It, let me see. Let me quote it right. Got it rolling in me. Um, 
He renews my youth like the eagles, uh, strong, overcoming, and soaring. My desire and my necessity at my personal age and situation. Is that good or what? When you're my age, that's real good. <laughs> I, I'm, I receive that, and I'm trusting him. He renews my youth. He renews my life. I want to finish my course. I want to do everything that God has called me to do, uh, my part. You know, everybody, you've all got a part, and we need to finish. We need to glor- bring glory to him by accomplishing what our personal thing is that he has for us to do. And he, you know, if you don't know yet, ask him, what is mine? And he'll show you. And stay healthy and fulfill it. Finish it. Don't quit before. And I've wanted to quit before just because I wanted to go home to be with Jesus. Yeah. Not with sickness and disease, yes. but just, I just, <laughs> but you know what I had to do? Maybe you're at this place. Like, hey, I'm, I've lived a long time. I'm ready to just go see my master. Let's go see that beautiful Jesus. But you know, I had to, <laughs> my daughter over here is going, no. Um, I had to tell the Lord, I want to finish my course. And when I did that, he added something to me. He gave me a grace. And I didn't, I I stopped having that longing to go. I just longed to be with the Lord. I told the Lord one day, I was reading the word, I said, "I, I don't know that I can stay. I had that longing in my heart to go with, to be with him. But when the Lord put that in me, he gave me a grace. He imparted something to me to finish and I, it's just like he put a lid in my feet or something. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm going to finish whatever little thing that might be. It may be a very small thing to me and, you know, no great awesome thing to other people. But, but if it's got what God has for me, I want to finish it and I want to do, do a good job the best that I can with his help. But he is so, so good. But these scriptures that I've just read to you about the healing especially, they are sure words, and I'm going to repeat that because it's good to hear. Certain, reliable, unfailing, and worthy of confidence. Worthy, I love that. He is so worthy that we believe him and we trust him, that we see his word and we think, wow, that just, that settles it all. He said this, so this is how it is. But we have to, to have the results in our life to see that the, the, this word, these sure words produce results in our life. We have to believe them, first of all, and then deposit them in your heart or your inner man. You, do, you have to put, put, put the word in, put the word in, and put the word in until it's a part, such a part of your inner man that it just comes out (laughs) because out of the abundance of the heart we live what's in our heart is where we're going to live it's going to be productive in our lives so let's have good things in there let's have the word of God let's fill ourselves up with the word of God more than we ever have before it hurts me when I see people just floundering around Christians floundering around I thought this should not be this should not be because of what God has done for us what Jesus accomplished for us, it should not be. You know, I, I know everybody has problems in life. We all have situations. We do. It's not fun many times, you know. I love what I think Pastor Allen mentioned the last time he taught uh, out of Psalm 34. Maybe that was in one of his um, his devotionals. Anyway, recently he said he loves this, loves Psalm 34. He has committed it to, uh, to memory. But it says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. 
You know, he likes that word all. He healed them all. He delivers all. You know, he's redeemed us all. I mean, it's just, it's important to God that we include ourselves in that, the all. Uh, Proverbs 4. We in healing class love these verses right here. <laughs> We've taught on this a lot. <clears throat> Verse 20. This is how you get this word in your heart. This is how it gets planted in there. Attend to my words. Give attention to my words. When you have all this crud going on in the world, turn your face away from that. Look into the word. Lord, what's your answer? You have an answer. You have a help. You have a, you have a, a, a comfort. You have a peace. You have a direction. Go to the word. You know, the Bible says that we are to lay aside the sins and weights that so easily beset us. Run with patience the race set before us. It's a faith race. That's the race we're on. Looking unto Jesus. Wow, simple, but that's what we do. We look unto Jesus right here. This is looking unto Jesus. Okay, what are you saying, Lord? I have this mess in my life. I need help. Let's look unto Jesus. He has an answer. And it's back to him being Jehovah Rapha, and he, sometimes he will do things stitch by stitch. Sometimes we've gotten ourselves into this big problem, and we want an instant out, and it doesn't always happen that way. We have to take steps, you know, but as long as we're taking steps and getting, going that direction, standing on the word, and that, again, that word will not go down underneath your feet. All right, my son, give attention to my words. That's, he's talking to us. Incline your ear to my sayings. You are, you are hearing his sayings tonight, as this, this word, these words I've been sharing, and you, you, you see them you're t as you give the attention. You're looking at them in Scripture. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. You get them in the midst of your heart by meditation. Uh, Psalm one. You know, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. A lot of that faith is going to come when you're hearing yourself. Meditate on the word. Just saying it and going over it, rehearsing it. And it says in Psalm 1, it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, or in the word of the Lord. And in his law, in the word, he meditates day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he does shall prosper. Woo! <laughs> that thrills me. You get this word in you, plant it in your heart, and you do that. You, meditation is thinking about it, is speaking it, it's kind of muttering it, it's just going over it and over it and over it. I was doing that this last week in a totally different uh, area. It wasn't on healing. But I saw something as I meditated, a certain scripture that I've read it and 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 confessed it. But as I just meditate on it, and I just let it roll in me, and I gave serious thought to it, not just reading over it, but stopped. And I really focused on that particular little phrase, and I thought, wow, I had a revelation. God spoke something to me that I hadn't seen before. But we can't be in such a hurry. We can't just check off our 
Bible 365, we've done it for today. We've got to give quality time to him if we're going to see quality results in our lives. That's the message for tonight. <laughs> a sure word of prophecy. This is a sure word from him. It will not fail you, but you've got to give him some time. You've got to give him the, the honor that he deserves by focusing on and doing, being doers of this word. And this is what we are to do this word. These are instructions to do. And the Bible says in James 1.22, it says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Because if you're just a hearer of the word and not a doer of it, you are deceiving yourself. And that's something you might want to meditate on too. All right, how, how does that look? Well, it's not good, I can just tell you that. <laughs> you know, we're, we're deceived if we think we don't, we don't have to do the word. He is, his word is so full of instruction. It's a safe place. It's not just a, a, you know, a place where we get blessings and it's just he does that and he loves doing that. It's a place that we need to let him direct our lives and, and yield and submit to what he says in this word so we can grow, so we can be more like him, you know? But it's serious. It's a serious thing that we have to take to heart. We, we need to really get serious. You know, out there, my word, it's crazy out there. Getting crazier, I think. I, don't, I try not to look at too much information coming out from out there, but I can, you can feel it. It's just like, wow, what's happening? But in him, it's safe. In him is the only safe place. And he will keep us in that place of just holding us tight to our lives and, and loving us and revealing himself to us. But let's, let's, um, let's make a commitment in your heart if you just feel like doing that. And just that's between you and God. But I'm going to do better. I'm going to seek you more. I'm going to get more serious about this word. And I'm going to commit to just really honoring this word, not just f flying through it. Really meditate and get it in your heart. Verse 22 says, it's, here's the result. They are life to those that find them and health are medicine to all their flesh. So it just sometimes, if you just let that word just soak into your heart and, and let that life that's in it be a medicine to whatever, to whatever you're dealing with. It says to your flesh, so your physical body. All right, faith will come... <clears throat> we do these scriptures like I said in the, the meditation hearing it from your own lips to me that's one of the best ways to get faith really moving in your life and get it coming up being being realized like oh, it's, I feel I, I have so much more in me from this word just my personal meditation right, in um, these scriptures I have uh, Matthew 9, 22, and 29, it's on your notes, Mark 10, 52, and Luke 17, 19, and there's the other ones. But, but Jesus said, told people, according to your faith, be it unto you, or your faith has made you well. He's talking about the work of faith in their lives to see them healed. He didn't say, my power, oh, my power is working mightily in you, which we know it has to because it takes the power to cause the healing to work. We're to have faith in the power. But he didn't call attention to the power. He called attention to the person's faith. Because if they didn't have the faith, power would have been not, not available to them. He's a faith God. He requires faith. That's how he operates. That's how he formed this world. He spoke it. 
His words of faith cause this world to be. And he made us in his image, so we are to use our words. We're to use uh, everything that, uh, that we are in Christ to see victory in our lives. But faith is key. You cannot receive from the Lord without it. And, and, it, and it's, uh, it's not anything that he's being, uh, you know, holding back from us. It's there. It's there. He's just read that uh, the things he accomplished on the cross, they're, they're ours. But we have to have the faith to uh, receive it. Um, in Hebrews 4.2, it said, um, let me turn there right quick. I have some time, so I'm just going to, I think it's important that we let our eyes rest on this. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. Didn't profit because they didn't mix faith with it. They didn't say, I believe this. I receive this. This is mine. This is true. This is real. It belongs to me. They didn't do that. So it didn't profit them. So they didn't see any results. They didn't see any answers in their life. And God has answers. It's just he wants us to be partakers of every good thing in this word. Faith is trusting and believing and acting. We're going to be, like I said, we're going to go more into detail about some of these things in the, in the weeks ahead as we meet together. And because uh, it's, it's rich. He's not, it's not difficult. Faith isn't difficult. It's not hard. But it's very rich. It's very, what would you say? I mean, to me, it's precious. It's a precious faith. The Bible calls it precious faith. And, and it's, it's something to be honored. It's not common. It represents him, trusting him and giving glory to our master, to our God. It's honoring him by our believing and trusting him. All right, we have to have it. We have to have it to enjoy uh, what belongs to us. There's nothing wrong with the word. Nothing. It's a sure word. The word works. You see a multiplication table, it works. You see subtraction, addiction, you know, addition, all of those, those um, equation things, math things, <laughs> which I kind of forgot about that when I... Got my computer, I mean my calculator, but, but they, they work. That's, that's how faith is. It will work. If you do what the Bible says to do, it will work every time. A sure word plus faith equals an answer. It equals victory. This is for you personally. You know, we get into some things about, well, I prayed for so-and-so and I prayed that it didn't happen. Well, this is for you personally. So-and-so has to have their own faith. I mean, we can agree with people. We can stand with people. We have scriptures for that. And God will honor those things. But if, if the person, we're going to try to fix their lives with our faith. Mm -mm. A baby, you can help a baby Christian a little while. But then there comes a time, I like what one minister said. He's, he's going to say, the Lord's going to say, put that big one down and let them walk themselves. <laughs> so that's about, that's what it, you know, this is what God 
how he looks at things. He's a father. You know, you think about as a parent, you're not going to feed, spoon feed your baby all their lives. You want them to grow up. God wants us to grow up. And I believe this, we're on, a, we're on the, the verge of just, just absolutely blowing things out the, out the whatever, you know, to, with our faith to see, uh, to see God do what he wants to do. And I think he says without faith it's impossible to please him. And I, I really feel like personally it's because he wants to do so much for us, but he can't if we don't have faith. He can't if we don't go by his word. He can't do the things he wants to do if we don't trust him and we don't get this word, honor and respect this word. We've prayed so much. Uh, in you know, we haven't just, we bring it back up in our prayer time over and over and over, uh, praying for the people, the fear of God. And that just means reverence and respect and honor. And uh, just really viewing him or who he is. And he is everything. He is everything. And he, this word is him. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So as we're honoring this word, we're believing this word, we're honoring him. But faith, excuse me, the sure word plus faith equals a victory. There's nothing, like I said, there's nothing wrong with the word. It's our faith that we're going to have to work on. But it's not going to be hard. We just do what the word says. Faith will come. It will come. That's his part. He'll add the faith to us. Our part is doing what we need to do to believe this, to get this in us, to, to act on it, to honor him with uh, our trust in this word. Okay, I had this little thing I was going to say tonight, so I believe it's what I'm supposed to say. <clears throat> as you come to this class, hearing these words, as Derek and Ms. Joy and I teach these weeks, you are students of the Bible. You're Bible students. And what do students do? They study. So I challenge you, these nine weeks, study. Study these scriptures that we've you've got them in your hands. Study them. And as you're studying, stop and meditate and get this in you because we are ready to see some results in this place like we've never seen before. Agreed, Derek? Absolutely. We want this more than, probably more than you do. We're just like, come on, we've been doing this many years and we're ready for a landslide of, of healing and just things happening that are miraculous because that's what God has. So, <laughs> yes, we are, we are ready. He's with us. But faith um, deposit in your heart. You will be able to enjoy the healing that God has pro uh, provided for you. So uh, I'm just challenging you to do that. Study this week. Study these scriptures. And, uh, and just really, as Psalm 1 said, day and night, you know, when you have your time in the morning before you go to bed. You know, usually if you have a little quiet time before you go to bed and lay your head on the pillow. Get, get a scripture. You don't have to read the whole list. Just get one and think about it and, and, and get, it, get it rolling in you again before you go to sleep. So I believe your sleep will be sweeter because his word is so precious. Father, we thank you so much for this precious word, how we love it, how we honor you, how we honor this word. And thank you, Father, your love for these, how, how you love them and you desire so for each and every one of them to be free, no matter how long they've been dealing with whatever. Lord, you want them to be free and it's not impossible. If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. 
thank you, Father. That's your word, and it is a sure word. And I trust, Father, that we're going to see some of those things that have looked impossible become possible and be solved and be out of lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We hope this message has blessed you. Don't forget to check us out on all the social platforms. We're uploading encouraging content on a regular basis. For more information, go to thearcchurch.com. Have a great week.